We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'll never call off fourth quarter pressure. Back of the jersey, double sevens. No matter how many times, I'll never get tired of that reference. Hop Hall of Fame for dirt. We love you with a deep reverence. Hi, this is Luka Doncic. Hi, I'm Kyrie Irving. And, and you're listening, listening to, to the Mavs Step, Step Back, Back Podcast. Podcast. They waiting on my fall off. I'll never call off. Fourth quarter pressure. Back of the jersey. Double sevens. No matter how many times, I'll never get tired of that reference. Hall of Fame for dirt. We love you with a deep reverence. Backcourt nasty. I wonder who gon' check him. Cuban did his thing when he went and got number 11. I still got his picture on my wall at 707. Feel synonymous with Kyrie, how we both train with aggression. Competition obsolete. Trying to breathe life into my dreams. I'm so tired of sleep. Still got some work from last season that was incomplete. So hungry for redemption. Thank my boys, that's my overheat. Like Luca with his three from him, my mic is prone to overheat. I pride myself the most. I'm 22 and my folks proud of me. I took the heart away since I was 10. It's no surprise to me. A step back mass blowing no, it's no surprise to me. And I'm speaking honestly. Seven. How's it going, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Mavs Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. Today, I just want to come on here real quick and do a recap of last night's NBA action, as well as do a brief preview of Mavs versus Nets. It's the Mavs home opener at American Airlines Center uh, on Friday night here, the October 27th. So a lot of, a lot of stuff going on. I just wanted to briefly get into um, some other non-Mavs NBA stuff. So uh, on Thursday night, there were only two games. Uh, the Sixers and the Bucks, the Suns and the Lakers. Uh, the Bucks had a big outing from Damian Lillard. Uh, now Giannis, he wasn't really on his game uh, according to Giannis's standards, only 23 points. But you know, Dame Lillard, he went off. He had 39 points, and the Bucks ended up beating uh, the 76ers 118 to 117. James Harden still not with the Sixers. Uh, don't know if he'll be playing with the Sixers any this week or not we'll just have to uh or this week this season he may not even be on the team in a week or two um i know y'all probably saw it on social media but apparently you know he's missed what three four consecutive practices and he was going to show up to get on the team plane 
uh, to go to Milwaukee and the team security wouldn't let him get on the plane. So uh, we'll see how that situation goes. He's getting older. He's not the James Harden that he was in Houston when he won the MVP. Uh, you know, we'll just have to see how things go in that situation. Daryl Morey, he doesn't have much bargaining power here because of James Harden's age and the fact that, you know, he's forced his way out of so many different situations already. So uh, we'll just have to see. I don't know that they can get much value back for Harden at this point, uh, but we'll see if he's still on the team in a few weeks. And for the second game of last night, and then you had the Lakers and the Suns playing on the nightcap. And let me pull up the box score here because I, unlike the Dame stats, I <laughs> can't really remember. Okay, so Devin Booker wasn't playing in that game. Kevin Durant did. He had 39 points, 50% shooting from the field, 14 to 28. So Kevin Durant had a good game, didn't get much help from the rest of his guys. The Lakers end up winning. 100 to 95 and then on friday night obviously we've got the uh the the mavs and the nets playing at american Airlines center mavs home opener uh but there are several several other games on the friday night slate so weekend time you know you got the world series starting with texas rangers hosting the arizona diamondbacks and you got a slew of NBA games. So uh, we got uh, the Mavs and the Nets. That'll start at 7.30 tonight. Then the early games, we've got Pistons and Hornets, Nuggets and Grizzlies, Knicks and Hawks, which is always fun. Uh, A little hostile uh, environment there in Atlanta for for the Knicks coming there. So uh, we got Heat and Celtics, which is an Eastern Conference Finals rematch. That should be fun. Uh, Thunder and Cavaliers, and then you've got the 7 p.m. start times with the Bulls and the Raptors. Uh, The Bulls have already had to have a team meeting one game into the season, so that's never good. Uh, (laughs) uh, You know, I've I've had my eye on Zach Levine and even DeMar DeRozan uh, as Mavs trade targets for a while now, so we'll see if anything like that can develop over the course of this season. Uh, depending on the price, you know, I I definitely, even though DeRozan is like 33 or 34, I would definitely do something there if it meant, you know, just getting off of salary like Tim Hardaway Jr. and Rashawn Holmes or something of that nature. So that's something to keep an eye on. Uh, Rockets and Spurs. Uh, then you have the later games with the Clippers and Jazz, the Magic and the Trailblazers, and then the Nightcap on ESPN. Warriors and Kings, which is a Western Conference first round uh, rematch from last year's playoffs. Okay, so before we get into a Mavs Nets preview for tonight, I've got to ask are you using the Sleeper app for daily fantasy basketball? Because I am. I want to give you three picks uh, that I'm making from the app tonight. And it's, it's specifically from, I got two from the Mavs Nets game, and then I got another one that doesn't have to do with that. But Kyrie Irving, over under 27.5 points. He's going against his former team. It's his first time playing against the Nets since he was traded to the Mavs last season. Uh, 27.5 points. I'm definitely taking the over there. You know, I think this is going to be a Kyrie Irving revenge game. 
I think he'll have a very, very nice performance, especially considering that he went 10 of 24 shooting in the season opener against the Spurs. So not only uh, should he have just a general bounce back from that subpar shooting performance in the first game of the season, but, you know, he should uh, have some extra motivation going up against his former team. So Kyrie Irving, 27.5 points, taking the over there. Uh, ben Simmons will be playing against the Mavs tonight, and his his assists plus rebounds are 12 plus 5. I'm taking the over on that one as well. Uh, if you've kept up with the Mavs and their, uh, their big man situation over the last few years, I mean, you know that anybody coming into American Airlines Center shouldn't have any problem grabbing boards, especially when you're a guy that's as big and strong as Ben Simmons is. So 12.5 assists plus rebounds taking the over there with Ben Simmons. And the last one, the San Antonio Spurs are taking on the Houston Rockets. Victor Wimbanyama in his first game of the season, he shot three of five from deep against the Mavs. His over-under for three-pointers made against Houston tonight is going to be 1.5. And again, I'm taking the over. Uh, he's got too much skill. His uh, He hasn't really developed his body to where he can really bang down low as much, so I do expect him to stay more out on the perimeter. I think it's an easy over there for Wimbenyama. I think he'll get that uh, at least two three-pointers against Houston. So that's my three picks. And look, if you think you know basketball, then try to turn your basketball knowledge into real money with the Sleeper app, the ultimate fantasy sports app that can turn your game day into payday. Just download the Sleeper app and pick more or less on your favorite players, with more stats than any other daily fantasy app, just choose two or more of your favorite players from pregame or live. Pick more or less from the predicted stats and you could win up to 100 times your money if your picks win. Use promo code STEPBACK and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. The Sleeper app is currently operational in over 25 states. Check out Sleeper today. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. 
And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey guys, we're back uh, again. Uh, Mavs play the Nets tonight. Mavs are 1-0. They had a great outing against San Antonio after they got past that first quarter. So, you know, it <laughs> giving up 43 points in the first quarter isn't great to start out a season. But if you take into consideration that they won – uh, pretty handily, you know, the next three quarters, they didn't have any trouble from there on out. You know, it, it could have very well been a blowout if they hadn't had the 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 issues with the starting lineup and all that at the beginning. So uh, the Mavs, they should be 2-0 after tonight. Uh, the Nets apparently don't have uh, Nick Claxton, according to my guy, Grant Afseth. He posted a injury report, said he was out with an ankle injury. So in the last pod, I said I was excited about Derek Lively uh, playing against Claxton, uh, but, you know, I don't think that's going to happen. And I'm interested to see whether, you know, Claxton or not, I, I want to see how Derek Lively performs in his follow-up uh, to his historic rookie debut in the first game because he was only the second player in NBA history to have a debut with at least 15 points, 10 rebounds, and shooting 85% from the field. It was special. It was something that, you know, I, I personally thought he would do it as a starter. Uh, he, <laughs> I'm trying to get my mind past that, though, because he did play 31 minutes and Cleve only played 23. So, you know, if we can get that adjusted to about 35 for Lively and 15 for Cleve, I think it will be better. But – uh, I think he will continue to play well. I think his chemistry with Luca is already amazing, and that's crazy for a 19-year-old who only has one real NBA game under his belt. So super excited to see how he plays. Uh, Luca is obvi- obviously going to do his thing. He's coming off a 30-point triple-double to start out his season. Uh, but Kyrie is the biggest focus of this game, uh, and that is because, you know, the Nets traded him to the Mavs last season. It's, it hasn't even been a full calendar year, last February. Uh, so, And there was a lot of stuff that went on there behind the scenes. Uh, Kyrie, he said it in a media availability recently that it wasn't really so much the Nets as much as it was the Brooklyn media, you know, kind of adding fuel to the fire and creating a situation that was worse than what it should have been. So, uh but still, he didn't. He had disagreements with Nets ownership, and he eventually requested a trade. And now, he says he is, you know, happier than he's ever been. It was one of the best decisions he's ever made. So, um, I expect him to come out and to play with an extra uh, sense of aggression. And I think he'll have more attention to detail. I expect him to go well over, you know, his over. <laughs> is over under of 27.5 points tonight. I think it's going to – I could see him going for 40 against his former team. I mean, really. uh, I think he's going to have that kind of night. And, you know, again, I mentioned it, the World Series starts and the Rangers are playing at home. So uh, you have to wonder how many people are going to be at American Airlines Center um, or if they're going to all be rooting on the Texas Rangers. But regardless, hopefully – there will be a decent crowd and people will be excited and it'll get the guys amped up uh, for the home opener against the Nets. So we'll see how it goes. The Nets also have players 
on their side with some extra motivation against the Mavs because not only do they have Dorian Finney-Smith and Spencer Dinwiddie who were traded to Brooklyn in that Kyrie trade, but they also signed Dennis Smith Jr. over the offseason. And we all know how that went last year. You know, according to Dennis, uh, the Mavs were supposed to attend his summer workout in Las Vegas, not this past offseason, but the season before. Uh, they were set to attend that meeting, that the workout. And according to him, they ghosted on that workout. So he felt disrespected by that. Uh, he brought that into last season, which is why you saw him playing uh, so well against the Mavs in those two Mavs-Hornets matchups. And the Hornets won both of them, by the way. So we'll see if that's still fresh on his mind or if he's kind of, you know, taking it down a notch, but he's improved so much defensively over the last two, three years, and he's finally healthy again. So uh, I'm happy for Dennis, you know, finding yet another home here with the Brooklyn Nets, and he's back with Finney Smith, who's like his brother. Uh, so, you know, it, it it's a feel-good story for him. I just, uh, you know, maybe he won't take it, take out his frustration <laughs> as hard uh, tonight as he did when he was with the Hornets last year. So we'll just have to see. Um, and then looking at the Mavs schedule going forward here, the next game will be against the Memphis Grizzlies, who not only don't have uh, John Morant, who's suspended for the first 25 games of this season, but they also lost uh, Steven Adams uh, to a season-ending injury. So they're they're hurt. They're struggling. Uh, to start this season. So uh, they go to Memphis on Monday, and that will finish out the October slate of games, only three games in October. And then they'll start out November next Wednesday uh, at home against the Chicago Bulls. And then the rest of that week, uh, they'll play at Denver on Friday, which is always tough. We saw it with the Lakers in the season opener. It's just really hard to play at Denver. Um, and then they'll play the Charlotte Hornets next Sunday. So it's a manageable schedule for the Mavs. There is a scenario here where the Mavs are potentially six and one by next Sunday uh, because they can beat the Nets. They can beat the hurt Grizzlies. They can beat the Chicago Bulls and they can beat the Hornets for sure. You know, they can even beat Denver at Denver, but I'm, I'm kind of penciling that one in as an early season loss. But we'll just have to see. I, very realistic, in my opinion, that we could be looking at a 6-1 and one record for the Mavs uh, after that first week in November. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. Guys, I appreciate y'all coming in and listening to me for a little bit. Just wanted to give a quick update on uh, – <clears throat> excuse me – quick update on uh, things going around the league and the Mavs in general. And tomorrow I will be back on here with my – DallasBasketball.com colleague and our math step-back correspondent, Grant Afseth, to recap what all happens in the Mavs-Nets game uh, tonight. So be on the lookout for that tomorrow. It'll probably drop around mid-afternoon or so. So uh, just keep a lookout for that. And be sure to go like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast platforms and hit that subscribe button on YouTube. I try to do at least one pod a week, but I try to up that when, you know, we're in season. Tomorrow will be the third pod that we posted this week. So I'm going to keep them rolling. And I appreciate you guys for subscribing and liking and commenting and uh, 
uh, interacting on Twitter, you know, all of it. I appreciate all of you guys. You know, y'all helped uh, this YouTube channel explode over the off season and it's just continuously building and I can't thank you guys enough. So thank you. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Have a great weekend and we will see you tomorrow. And then at the start of next week.